Yo, welcome to another edition of the Coach Davis Experience with your host, Coach Davis. Listen, I hope everybody's had an outstanding week. Uh, we're safe during the weekend. So much been going on. I uh, wasn't able to uh, get the uh, podcast out on time, but I wanted to bring it before the next one. Uh, so everybody forgive that. I'm still new to this, but I'm, no, I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm just going to start doing. All right. So uh, from this day forward, expected to be every Wednesday like it was supposed to be. Um, so the other day I was uh, sitting around having a conversation um, you know what I'm saying? With a couple of friends. Uh, and then my wife and I had a conversation yesterday morning that brought the topic back up and we ended up having a discussion about mindsets, uh, knowing your mindset, like, or changing your mindset, right? Um, one of the scriptures that I kind of think about when I think about mindset is, uh, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, growing up in, you know, South Florida, um, we didn't really live, you know, in poverty, but we weren't, you know, a rich family by any means. Um, we suffered, we had a lot of little issues and, but all you really understand growing up in the neighborhood is that there's only one way out and that's to get wealth. Right. There's only one way out. Right. Uh, is to obtain some kind of financial freedom or stability, which for many leads us down the road of drugs and alcohol. Uh, you know, what I'm saying the use or, or the selling. Um, and then for others, you know, what I mean, it's the athletic road, you know, basketball stars. Um, you know, what I'm saying, you know, Guys I could name, man, you know, from the neighborhood, man, and, and, and they did well. Life, you know, really did well for them. Uh, but what I remember was that certain guys that made it athletically or succeeded in business was that their mindset was different when we were kids. Like how they did things, how they handled things, how they respected their, their parents, like how they were, uh, was a reflection of good teaching. Now that's a whole nother topic. All right. But, um, I grew up understanding that education was the only way. Um, I wasn't a very good student, always been, I feel always been quite smart, but I never liked school by any means. Like I, I didn't like to go to school. I didn't like being in school other than to socialize or do music like straight up. I'm just being 100% with you. Um, you know what I mean? So I felt like the only way I was going to make it was through education. I was a good football player, but I was nowhere near the guys at my high school. I was not on that level. Uh, got into the Marine Corps, played football there. You know what I'm saying? My talents really began to shine. Um, and, you know, tried to pursue other avenues, tried to pursue semi-pro, you know. Um, but there was something still missing, which was my mindset. Like, I still didn't have a successful thinking mindset, like a work ethic mindset. Like, I, I wanted to be 
in certain positions, but I wasn't willing to do what 99% of the people weren't doing. Come on. That's a shout out to my man, Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. All right. I, I wasn't willing to do what everybody wasn't doing. I was willing to fit in. Like, if this is what he's doing, then I'm going to do it. Now, I have moments where guys was like, you know, you're not going to start over me when I play semi-pro ball upstate New York. Um, and I tell him, like, you know, I'm not sitting the bench. Why? Because I sat the bench in high school. So I understood the feeling. Like, I'm not sitting the bench. I did the same thing when I played for headquarters battalion uh, Marine Corps All-Stars, right? I, I did the same thing. Like, I'm not sitting the bench. You know what I'm saying? So, um... I had developed a certain type of mindset that which which was, you know, still quite limited, if that makes sense. Uh, But it wasn't until, geez, about uh, COVID, COVID-19 struck in 20 or the end of 2019, most of the world, the early 2020 for us here in the United States um, that I stumbled on a, uh, a guy here. Um, in Danville, uh, that, that introduced me to this book called rich dad, poor dad. And I read that book, man. <laughs> Listen, if, if you, if you are, have not read, uh, this book, rich dad, poor dad, and you have, um, an idea about business, uh, you think you have an idea about education. Um, I, man, I implore you yo, go look up this book, rich dad, poor dad. Uh, the, the author, of the book, his name escapes me right now. But um, in the book, I remember reading uh, this one part that has stuck to has stuck to me uh, the most was how the author stated that he had two fathers. He had a father that was his best friend's dad, and then it was his father. His father was an educated man. I believe he had a doctorate and he was a professor and um, extremely, extremely intelligent. Um, But his best friend's father um, was just a business owner. And, you know, at the time they were younger, he had basically just gotten started as a business owner. Um, And he worked crazy hours, but uh, he had his own business. I remember the author stated that when both of his fathers, when both of his fathers passed away, his best friend's father left them uh, trust funds and, 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 you know, what I'm saying money and like, you know, uh, insurance money after he died. Like it was crazy. Like basically he had left a legacy that had set the whole family up all, you know, his best friend and his best friend's family, all of them for life. Um, but when his father passed away, the one that was the educator, you know what I'm saying? Said all his father left them was debt. Uh, you know, funeral to pay for, insurance, medical bills. They had nothing. And But before that happened, uh, the author was saying in the book that his best friend's father was teaching him that education is a good thing. Right. But it's not the only way. And for some people who get educated, it doesn't work out for them in the field that they studied. You know what I'm saying? But that's another podcast. We, I can get into that a whole another time. All right. But that stuck with me because here I was pursuing a career in coaching. Um, 
And I was determined to go back to school so that I could get this degree so that someone would give me a real coaching job. Now, mind you, I was already coaching at Avery University, but I was still an assistant to an assistant, right? Y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm going to say that again. I was an assistant to the assistant. You know what I'm saying? At 40 plus years old, right? So I'm like struggling, right, with, with, with what I know and still a lot that I didn't know, but I'm fighting to prove myself. But I understand, according to the system that I was coaching under, that the only way I'd get a real shot, a, a real job, is if I had a degree. So, that being said, COVID-19 hit. Uh, started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, in the midst of COVID-19 hitting, I was finishing up my NRA, uh, firearm instruction, uh, course, uh, by the way, um, I, you know, firearms is a, a firearm industry is an area that I work in a gunsmith, um, all, you know, I run a business called Sixth and Tactical. Y'all can look that up on, uh, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That's something totally different, but it's still part of my coaching. So, I'm sitting here and I'm, you know, I'm pursuing, you know, different areas of education um, because our other opportunities were opening up for me. Um, but the area I wanted to be in required that I have a degree. And I only took like maybe a year at, at a, a Strayer University in Raleigh. Um, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple of months at Kaiser in Fort Lauderdale. So I didn't have much credit. So basically I was starting all over and we're talking about years ago. Like I was in my mid twenties when I took those courses. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm stuck in this. Like I got all this experience, man. I've been coaching since I was 24, 25, something like that. And here I am in my forties, you know what I mean? And I'm coaching on every level that thus far being a part of Averitt now, which was college. And yet I'm still not getting the real opportunities. You know what I'm saying? The real, the real chance to show that coach Davis can help a program win that coach Davis, you know what I'm saying? Is, is an excellent choice because they won't look at you, uh, without the degree. Right. So I'm suffering a little bit of depression here. You know what I mean? Um, but then I, I run into a guy and he had, we have a conversation about my business idea again, which was 610 tactical. And he best basically, uh, pushed me, um, in the right direction. He encouraged me. He, he actually motivated me, uh, you know what I'm saying? To go and start this business since then, here we are in 2022, I've done incredible things concern, you know, uh, in regards to this business and, um, one of the best choices I've ever made, uh, you know, but in the process, I recognized that what I was striving for wasn't what I needed, right? I wanted to be a football coach, but God had other plans. You feel me? God had something totally different in store for Elliot Davis. 
But I was so stuck on this one thing, man. So reading that book, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, led me to uh, some other opportunities that pushed me uh, uh, into, uh, I ended up looking up this guy named Byron Rogers, who is an executive protection specialist, man. Look him up. He is tough, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I stumbled on on one of his videos. Next thing I know, I'm listening to podcasts. Uh, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to to audio books. I'm listening to things all about uh, business structure, business ideas, business, uh, you know what I'm saying, movement. And then I, I came across a word that I have heard um, probably a million times and something in my mindset changed. And that word was execute. It, it, it literally flipped a switch because the moment I heard it, the question then began, uh, uh, came to my heart was execute what? Right now, let me get spiritual for uh, just a second. Right. Had meditation and prayer, basically asking God to give me some direction. Like what? What direction do I need to go right now, Lord? What the Lord had revealed to me was that he had blessed me with several gifts, several talents, right? And a multitude <laughs> of experiences, okay? If anybody knows Coach Davis, really knows Coach Davis, you know what I'm talking about. Man, Coach Davis was homeless. Coach Davis was a drinker. Coach Davis was a football coach, a basketball coach, a soccer coach, a baseball coach. Coach Davis, you know what I'm saying, um, has traveled uh, most of the country. Coach Davis was in the military. Coach Davis has worked with two different branches of the military. Coach Davis, I mean, you know, Coach Davis has done this. Coach Davis has done that. I have many, many hats. I, I lie to you not because I have... Man, I have a wide variety of experiences, jobs, relationships, friendships. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you name it. There's not much I can't talk to you about. All right. But what the Lord revealed to me in prayer and meditation was that all of these things, like in Romans 8:28, he wanted to use these things for my good. Right. Because I was a ch I was chosen. I'm chosen by God to do certain things. Now, I'm talking about me. You are that's listening right now. Whomever is listening, you were chosen by God to accomplish some things. But that's a journey and a quest that you have to seek God for on your own. So don't take what I'm saying as like, oh, I'm talking. Oh, Coach Davis is being, you know, you only talk about himself. No, no, no. I, I'm saying this is in, in general conversation, but I'm the only one in the room. Right. Makes sense. So. Um, so I'm, I'm, li I'm listening to that. Right. Uh, in my heart. And then the scripture comes to, to mind. One of my favorite scriptures, I was made all things to all men so that by all means I may help win some, right? It was like a light bulb went off. Like I get it. <laughs> like I, I, I have been only wanting to use one talent at a time. That's like using one finger, but expecting to grasp a hold of a baseball bat properly thinking that you're actually going to be able to swing that bad boy and, and, and hit a home run. This is what the Lord was revealing to me. 
right? That my mindset was wrong. That I didn't understand that that what the scripture says in, in, in chapter six of, of Matthew, that, you know, what I'm saying, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all those things shall be added. Right. All those things you need to survive in this world will be added. What God was saying to me in that moment was that everything I have gifted you to do. Come on, somebody hear me. Everything I've gifted you to do. I need you to do it. If you're good at cooking. I'm talking to somebody right now. Go cook. Right? And if you're also good at sewing, sew. If you're good at cleaning, clean. If you're good at organizing, go organize. If you are good at drawing, if you're good at computer design, if you're good at editing, if you're good at, th at things or and or multiple things, put these things to work because you have no idea which direction God is going to allow to succeed or even if they'll start to succeed altogether. I can prove that in, the, in his word. Right. In Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Verse six, it says, sow your seed in the morning and at the evening, let your hands not be idle for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that or whether both will do equally well. Y'all hear what I'm telling you, right? What we have been taught most of our lives based on our situations is that this is the only way. And God is saying, no, that's not the only way, right? I've given you multiple avenues to create multiple streams of income. But you only choose to want to do one, the one that the world tells you, which is where it says clearly the wisdom of this world is foolishness to me. The world tells us this is the only way. If you don't get education, then you ain't got no chance of succeeding. If you don't go to college, you ain't got no chance of succeeding. And that's not that's absolutely not the truth. It's not the truth. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all, right? We have to transform our thought patterns. We have to be able to understand, right, to relate, you know what I'm saying, to what the situation is dictating. You, you, you got to be able to look at a thing right, and, and, and be able to understand it and, uh, and analyze it. But if you only think that it's one way, right, if, if, if I only believe there's one route to go home from my job, then am I really enjoying you know what I'm saying? All that, I, that, that that the city has to offer. Come on, you've ever been somewhere and you drive down a street and you realize like, oh man, I didn't know such and such live right there. Yeah, because you, you never go around the corner. <laughs> You're so used to only living in your one little world, your one area of limited understanding that you had no clue. People had no clue that Coach Davis could, could be a gunsmith. People had no clue that Coach Davis had played D-line and linebacker. No clue that Coach Davis was, you know what I'm saying, called by the Lord to preach his gospel. Because they only could see one thing. They either saw Coach Davis on the football field or they saw Coach Davis playing the uh, keyboard or preaching at the church. So they could only see one guy. You see what I'm saying? But that's not that was that wasn't the reality. 
You feel me? I had a friend of mine the other day, man. He came by. Uh, actually, I went by his job and was just hanging out for a little bit. And he says to me, um, someone offered him uh, a job to leave and come work for him. And um, he said the dude basically told him, like, if you give me if you give me a number, <laughs> I'll pay you so that you could come run my shop. And my man told me, he told the guy, no. Said he had ripped up the check. He's like, no, I, I, I don't want to take that job. When I tell y'all, I couldn't understand that. Like, I was like, what, man? I wish somebody would. You know what I'm saying? And, and I won't be talking about understanding your worth in the next podcast. But I was like, Heck, man, I wish somebody would, you know, come to me and tell me. <laughs> I'll pay you. Just tell me how much you want. You see what I'm saying? But but I get it now because of all uh, all that has been uh, transpiring in my life right now. He wasn't saying, you know what I'm saying, I don't want the paycheck. What he was saying is, you can't pay me uh, for what I can have to offer because you don't understand the way I think. You see what I'm saying? Let's go back to what I, the podcast I, I, I gave you all uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, right? In a circle, guys. Right. If, if somebody's going to offer me that kind of money, he's really asking to be in my inner circle, not pay to be in my inner circle. But he and I got to be on a certain level, on a certain page, because he's giving me a certain amount of money to run his business, meaning that we got to communicate a certain way. But my man was like, nah, he you don't think like I think you don't have the understanding I, uh, that, uh, that I understand. So you paying me this money is really putting me in a position that wouldn't work benefit either one of us. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? Mindsets, man. Mindsets. You feel what I'm saying? He understood that. Like, nah, we don't, we don't see, we don't see eye to eye on, on certain things. So it, it ain't, you ain't got, you don't have enough money that you could pay me to get me to come work for you. That was the wisest thing I'd ever heard, ever heard or seen somebody do. I lied to you not. Because I probably would have jumped on that. I'd have, Started writing zeros, like no lie. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You know what I'm saying? But he really taught me something there. Like, wow, yo, like, like, yo, I, I can't just sell myself to anybody. You feel what I mean? I can't just give up. You know what I'm saying? My my values and my beliefs just because this guy wanted he wanted he gonna give me a blank check. My mindset has to be right, man. My thought patterns. You feel me? Success, successful thinking, yo, right? No longer poverty driven. Like I cannot, you know, like Eric Thomas in, in, in the Secrets of Success podcast, they like to say living on the left side of the menu. My wife came home and she was like, I saw a jacket, a polo jacket the other day, babe, uh, in, in the store and it was 600 and some dollars. She was like, ain't no way I pay 600 and some dollars for a polo jacket. I understood what she was saying. But what but what I said to her afterwards, well, babe, if you had twenty five million dollars in the bank, would six hundred dollars really seem like it's that much? You see what I'm saying? But because we don't have twenty five million dollars in the bank, large numbers like that, which aren't really large, but large numbers like that to us seem a little bit out of reach for just one item, if that makes sense. Now, I'll pay seven hundred dollars for a pistol, but I understand 
of firearms to be investments because the firearms today, it, it, it'll be 30, 40 years before they actually lose their value. And the way things go nowadays with my understanding, you know what I'm saying? Once it becomes, it, go, it moves into that antique, uh, 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 mines, that antique area, yo, cats be spending all kind of money on stuff. But you understand what I'm saying? Like I, I told my wife, I said, you know, I get it. Like, uh, because she's an amazing. When I tell you, she's amazing when it comes to financial uh, 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 um, organization. Like she, man, I don't know anybody better. For real, I'm being dead serious. You know what I'm saying? She can handle money. I ain't never seen somebody take you know that could stretch a penny for a month. You feel what I'm? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like yo, we had little nothing. You feel me? And she can make all the bills. All the bills are paid, food on the table, kids got clothes. And I'm like, how does she do that, man? But her mindset when it comes to handling money is, is beyond what I understand. You see what I'm saying? So that's somewhere, that's an area that I've been learning from her to, to get better at. You, 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 feel what, you feel what I'm saying? Like where I'm going with that? You feel me? But my, but my mindset has to change. When it comes to money, because I can't be just, you know what I'm saying? Spend, 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 spend. Oh, I spend it because I have it. What I, when I spend my money, and I heard a, 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 a man, um, an investor say this, that every time I spend, it is an investment in something. You see what I'm saying? Because he's looking for a return no matter what it is. So that was something that I'm starting, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to teach myself how to continuously think because that's what I want. I want when I put my money there, you know, there and I lay that seed that it, it, it brings forth a harvest. I'm not just spending it will, willy nilly. It ain't just burning a hole in my pocket, trying to get better at that. Right. I'm, I'm definitely trying to get better at that. But in my reading, in my uh, uh, listening to podcasts from business uh, owners and, and, and successful individuals, I'm, I am reprogramming myself to understand how people that have wealth and that obtain wealth, how they think. Because I have been in poverty for so long, I only knew one way. Y'all understand what I'm telling y'all? I'm not telling you that your way is stupid. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's the only way you know, which means that you have to evolve. You've got to learn the other way. The other ways. Y'all feel me? Right? Take the moment this week and try something different. If you are interested in it, if it has caught your eye in the past, try it. Right? Anything. I, I don't I don't know what God has placed on your heart. I don't know what desires you have. Try it out. Okay? Before I get off, I want to read that scripture one more time so I can leave that in your spirit. All right? Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse six, sow your seed in the morning and at evening, let not your hands be idle for you do not know which will succeed, 
whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. What you're doing right now is paying the bills, right? It may only be getting some from paycheck, pay, rather, paycheck to paycheck. Forgive me. All right. But you have other gifts and talents that you could be using baking, cooking, catering, organizing, designing. There is something else that you have that you could use that God wants to use to bless you. Let's go, man. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Coach Davis Experience. Yo, if you're looking for a prayer request or you just want to let me know that something that I said today blessed you, go ahead and drop me a DM at Coach E. Davis on Instagram or on Facebook at Coach Elliot Davis. All right. Till next week.